Dreaming of a new home, an upscale lifestyle, or just a great new space for your growing family? Jeannie Martin and her team at Jeannie Martin Realty are excited to share valuable insight about Saxe, Texas, and all the surrounding areas you love the most. Contact Jeannie Martin Realty at martinteam.com. That's M-A-R-T-E-N-team.com. Or simply pick up the phone and call 972-414-0719. Jeannie Martin Realty, making your dreams a reality since 1997. Go to M. A-R-T-E-N-Team.com to view listings at your fingertips right now or call 972-414-0719 today. Jeannie Martin Realty is proud to sponsor Seated to Serve on the OBBM Network. You're listening to Seated to Serve with business leader and community activist Jeff Bickerstaff connecting the dots between community, business, and family. Now here's your host, Jeff Bickerstaff. I was in city government for 17 years, as some of my listeners know, and one of the more perplexing things I saw when I first day on the job at the city of Garland, I was in the planning department, I was a city planner, and then I had this weird title that I saw across the room, Director of Economic Development. And I thought, Director of Economic Development, what is that? <laughs> and so I went down there, and a very nice gentleman, he was... Uh, I think he had been there for quite a while and I was a new guy and I, I don't know that he really had the time of day for me at the time, but I went and I, so I said, Hey, well, what do you do? And he went into this long diatribe about what economic development is, what it means to the city, what it means to the state and all this stuff. And I just, after about five minutes, I said, okay, great. Nice to meet you. <laughs> and I went back to my office. So, but I thought about that and I've been thinking about that for a while. I thought, you know what? A lot of people probably don't really grasp what economic development is. It's such a broad term. So how, do, as, a, as a podcast host, how do I solve that problem? Well, today we are going to solve that problem. We have the great Leslyn Blake with us today. She is the Chief Executive Officer of the Saxe Economic Development Corporation. Leslyn, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Jeff. It is an honor to be here. Appreciate the invitation. Well, so you heard the, that little talk I just gave. So... Why did you get into economic development? What does it mean to you? Um, well, it's, it's kind of been in my family since the beginning. Uh, my father was the president of the North Texas Commission back in the 70s and the 80s. And the North Texas Commission is kind of like the economic development uh, corporation for the regional area of Dallas. So it, it represents a lot of the different cities within the region. And I admired his work. It looked glamorous and fun and important. And I, I just wanted to follow in his footsteps and took a couple of different little steps along the way before I got here. But I've been in um, city government now for about 10 years and, and absolutely love it. Now, that's interesting because it sounds like this is a family uh, you have a family history, obviously, right. with that. So that's really cool. Now, I have to say, you did say something that caught my ear. You had a couple steps along the way. Was there something that, were those steps, did they help pave the way for you to get the economic development, or were they totally unrelated? Or I think so. I, I, I cut my teeth in nonprofit management. And that that took that gave me the benefit of of looking at at a career from not only a business perspective but also from a from a human um, perspective, and uh, kind of got me into walking down a path that was in service for people to people, uh, and I think that that kind of paved the way for the eventual direction into economic development because we do we're here to serve the people, and um, so that's kind of how I arrived. Well. I think a lot of people, like I said, mean, don't really know 
they hear that term economic development all the time. And it's funny because you said you were a nonprofit right. before that, and that kind of greased the skids, I guess you could say, right. <laughs> to get you interested in it. Right. But when you're a nonprofit, there, and of course your dad was in that business, so I understand that. But when you're a nonprofit, there had to be something, I'm guessing, that brought you back toward economic development as a, as a title, as a career. Was there something in particular that did that? Uh, or were you just thinking, hey, this is what I've always wanted to do this. I need to find a way to get into economic development. Well, I think it helped me develop a skill set that that prepared me for this role. Um, but I, I I found myself in a, in a transitional um, period in my life and thought, why why don't I test the waters and see if I can live up to to the the reputation that my dad has, and um, started that path in the city of Mesquite. And just absolutely fell in love with the work. It's, it's exciting, challenging work. And you know at the end of the day that you are helping your city grow and you're helping businesses and um, and the residents as a product of that. So you were in Mesquite prior? I started in Mesquite, yes. I helped them create a public improvement district. Okay, it's funny you worked in Mesquite because Joe Chandler, one of our other podcast hosts here, he's had the director of marketing for the Mesquite Rodeo on Travis Wheat. I don't know if he was there when you were there, but when you were in Mesquite, did you work with entities like that in Mesquite? Absolutely. We we had to um, to engage and develop relationships with all different types of businesses, and one of them was with the, the Mesquite Rodeo. Uh, I can't remember who the director was at that time, but he served on my advisory board in, in helping to create the Public Improvement District. So you really get to sample a, a, a variety of different businesses whenever you are in economic development and get to know from the, the large corporations to the very small mom-and-pop shops. And that's excellent that you said that because that's where I was going to go next. I think a lot of people think economic development and they think of a big corporation that wants to come to a city. I mean, we, Amazon's been in the news a lot, you know, mm-hmm. with their HQ2, and they ended up splitting it between New York and Washington. And there's a whole other argument about whether that was a good deal right. <laughs> for those cities, and we're not going to go there. But that's, I think that's what most people think of. They think of, well, economic development is really only for the big players. And I just don't really think that's true. That's why I wanted to have you on today, because... I wanted you to expand on, while that is certainly a part of economic development, uh, you're, you, you work in Saxe, you work for the Saxe Economic Development Corporation, and Saxe is, is not Dallas, it's not even Plano, uh, certainly not Frisco, and I don't necessarily think that's a bad thing, because I live there. <laughs> Me too. But, it, it's, but, but it's also not the city of Levon, it's not Farmersville, you know, and again, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with those cities, I'm just saying from a size standpoint and a demography or demographic standpoint, it's, it's different. So I think what a lot of people, if you can expand on this, is the mom and pop or just the traditional small business, if you will. I'm a small business owner myself. What opportunities do you see for small businesses? You know, hey, I wanna, I've always wanted to go to a certain city. How, I think a lot of small business owners are intimidated by that. But how, how, how can, what, what's a good way for them not to be intimidated when they want to approach a city as far as, hey, is there anything that, anything that y'all can help me with? Well, uh, economic development is, is not bound or um, directed only to large organizations. A lot of the larger cities um, concentrate on that. Uh, it really depends on what kind of target industries that you're, you're trying to develop. Um, we certainly have the, the, the fun. We certainly are, are built to support and try to attract large industries, but we also can go large, middle, uh, medium, and small. So 
From a small business perspective, uh, there's there's so many things that we can do. We in in the city of Saxe, that has been one of our primary focuses over the last few years. We are able to um, to help small businesses in a variety of ways. Um, one of the the reason that we are are in existence, we we get our our uh, funding through sales tax revenue. So a half a cent of every sales tax dollar spent in Saxe comes to the Economic Development Corporation. And we use the, that sales tax revenue to funnel it back into the city to help us to help us grow. So we have um, that kind of revenue there to support small businesses in the form of potentially a grant. Um, those grants, we, we want to make sure that they are the money is given to the business, but it's in in the form of an infrastructure type uh, support, so that we're not just handing money. Here's fifteen fifty thousand dollars come to our city as just a bonus. It's money that is being put into that business in the form of infrastructure, so that it stays with with the city of Saxe and and um, isn't just a temporary kind of of um, of support. So we are able to support these small businesses, trying to recruit them and help them with potential needs they have um, to, for infrastructure, for building. Um, we also are able to do things such as, as potentially abate different types of taxes that they'd be subject to, like sales taxes and um, property tax if it's a new build. And then there are other um, ancillary things that we can do to help support them through um, advertising support, networking, getting them involved with the, the community as a whole. We have a strong relationship with the Chamber of Commerce, so we are able to introduce them to that that strong um, organization within our community. Um, it, it's it, There's all kinds of things that we can do to help a, either an entrepreneurial company or a, a small business that maybe might be in an expansion mode to, to flourish in Saxe. Now you said something there that I wanted to focus on is you do, you are, y'all are in the position sometimes to recruit people to come to Saxe. Yes. Uh, but also too, like I mentioned, but there are businesses that, you know, let's face it, y'all wouldn't this, it might not necessarily be on your radar to go recruit them. You, you might, heck, you might not, know, not even know they're out there, which is not, wouldn't be surprising because there's a ton of small businesses out there. So, if I'm a small business owner, of course I am, but as a small business owner that's out there that wants to say, I just, I, I always wanted to come to Saxe, let's say, because that's where you work. What's their avenue to explore? In other words, they may not even know where to start. And so where, where do they even start? I, I, you know, obviously I know you have a phone number, you have an email, but you know, a lot of people probably won't call or email you not knowing you, even though they see your title. What's, what's the best way for a small business owner just wants to explore this? What's the best way for them to start to, to find out if there, if there is any opportunity there? Um, typically they are going to hear about the EDC. They're going to talk to other businesses in the community and they're going to know that, that we are a resource to them. And um, therefore, they'll, they'll contact me. We'll set up an initial meeting, and I can explain to them the different types of supports that we have available to them. Usually, it starts out in a conversation about what kind of space they're looking for. Are they wanting to lease an existing space? Are they wanting to build a brand new office? Uh, and then I can look at my inventory. We can sit together and, and look at the, the variety of inventory that exists within Saxe from already built centers that are very populated with great traffic driving by, which is important to, to a lot of different businesses, um, and match it up with their needs. 
and then begin to explore that. I work with them from almost as a, as a, in a, in a partnership way, um, kind of brokering a deal, getting them with the, the building owner or the land owner and helping them through that process. And then um, facilitating a grant if that is what my board wants to do to, to um, try to infiltrate and, and make it work for them. So that's, that, that's pretty much the, the path that we go. And then once we are established and up and running, that's when we, we get behind them and do everything we can to see them grow. It's, it's such a, a joy to watch a business that you, you met and recruited and became friends with through the recruitment process get up and running and become successful and drive by and see more and more cars in the parking lot and know they're going into that store. It's, it's, a, it's a real joy. And, of course, the, the, more, the more successful they are, the more revenue they're bringing to the city, and it, it all, it's, a, it's a win-win all the way around. Oh, I bet that is a joy. Now, when we come back from our break, we're going to explore the joy of you getting to recruit businesses and the, uh, the successes, successes you've had with that. And we're going to have our sponsors pay some bills, and we'll be right back with Les and Blake, CEO of the Saxe Economic Development Corporation. You need a vacation, a beautiful beach, first-class accommodations, whatever delights your soul. At LCS Travel Services, you can afford to have it all. LCS Travel Services saves you money and time for a great vacation. We'll match you with the perfect destination, resort, or package without charging you any fees and require only a down payment to get you started. Call us today at 214-432-2909. That's 214-432-2909 lcstravel.com to find out what we can do for you. And then call 214-432-2909 today. Your heart wants to buy, but your bank account is screaming, you're not ready. (laughs) Chances are you're closer than you think. Randy Watkins and the team at Academy Mortgage provide options you probably never knew existed. And then they walk you through it all. Conventional loans, renovation loans, even energy efficiency loans. Call Randy Watkins today, 214-684-1164 and begin taking charge of your future. That's Randy Watkins at Academy Mortgage, 214-684-1164. Randy Watkins, NMLS 177234, Academy Mortgage, NMLS 3113, Equal Housing Lender. Celebrate life's fun moments with gourmet cupcakes. What is a gourmet cupcake? Simply put, flavor perfection. Confection Perfection by Melissa delights with over 14 flavors of delicious gourmet cupcakes and specialty cookie varieties. Triple Chocolate Temptation, Cookies and Dream, Almond butter applause, lips smacking lemon. Tantalize your taste buds with cupcake sensations that will bring you back again and again. Go to Confection Perfection by Melissa.com for delivery or pickup orders placed online. Place your order today at Confection Perfection by Melissa.com. Okay, we're back with Les and Blake, the CEO of the Saxe Economic Development Corporation. You know, I don't have a lot of CEOs on my show, so that's pretty awesome. So I, I feel maybe, maybe – should I be intimidated? You know, you're a CEO. <laughs> not at all. Not at all. It, it's a privilege to be here. Thank you for the invitation. Yeah. So, you know, we've been talking about how small business can engage with uh, not just the Saxe Economic Development Corporation, but just wherever they are, EDCs in general. But again, we talked about Amazon and all the hubbub that they got. Hey, well, hey, y'all come bid for our services. I, I definitely think they got us. You know, they kind of got a lot of joy out of that. <laughs> you know, they probably knew where they were going to go all along, I would guess. But having said that, I'd, I'd like you to talk a little bit more, too, about we talked about a business coming to y'all, but I, y'all do come after businesses. And how do you make that decision to know who to go after? 
Um, absolutely, we go after businesses. That's what I spend the, the majority of my time doing, as a matter of fact. Um, it, it's, it's dictated by um, the city council and by my board of directors and then by the residents. Uh, what, what, what is your community missing? What do you need? Um, we want to make sure that we have got a, a balanced so, um, source of, of revenue for the city of Saxe. And we are, we are heavily residential, so we're, we're doing phenomenal in the, the uh, property tax area, but our commercial base is light. And so we have all of these residents. We have 25,000 residents in Saxe at this point. And they love to, to live in Saxe and work in the area, but we don't have a whole lot of services to support them. So we're trying to bring in a, a good mix and selection of retail and restaurants so that people have things to do and Saxe becomes a destination. Uh, so in that vein, we have identified the types of brands that we want to recruit to Saxe, the types, the, the kind of the, the um, overall uh, look and feel of what we want a development to look like and what kind of brands would be a part of that development. And then I take that and go out and match up what I believe the city is looking for. I can go, there's there's three ways potentially that we can recruit businesses. One is I can go directly to a brand, say that we wanted a Fuzzy's Taco shop. I can go directly to corporate or if it's a franchise, to a local franchise chain and see if that business wants to expand. So I can go directly to the business is one way. Then you can go through kind of the gatekeeper approach where you go to commercial real estate brokers and they represent a, a long list typically of a variety of different kinds of restaurants. Um, they'll have that on a roster. And if you can get them to like your city and see what your city has to offer, they will in turn try to recruit their, their people to come. And the third way is talking directly to developers. And developers are, are the, the bigger kind of builders who will come in and purchase raw land and actually build a, a development from the ground up. They also have a list of, of brands that they have have filled up other projects with and they can bring to their new project. So those are kind of the ways that we go about recruiting new businesses to Saxe. Well, I'm glad you expanded on, on all that. But I think one of the things in the community, and, and for those of my listeners that may not know, I'm I'm on the board of the EDC. I'm also on the council in Saxe, so just get that out of the way. Um, I feel like that as a resident, I try to approach it that way too. There, And I think you've seen this too. We always hear, and what you just said is a perfect example. So there's all these things that... I guess the best way to say it's going on behind the scenes. You know, what you just said, whether you're talking to a, a restaurant yourself, whether you're talking to a broker, whether you're talking to a developer, uh, there's a lot of different ways you can do it. There's a lot of moving parts. And, you know, as you can probably attest to, some things never get off the ground. There's no interest at all. Then sometimes it gets a little further, but then it turns out it's not a good fit. And then, of course, the scenario that you want is, hey, it's all a go. We're, <laughs> we're coming to Saxe. The sense I get from residents, and it's certainly not anybody's fault, is that, hey, you don't, they don't see anything on the ground, and so you ain't doing nothing. And that's, I know that's frustrating to you, and that's frustrating for me as a board member, as a council member, because, yes, we are. <laughs> it's just a lot of things that we can't talk about. So how, as, as a CEO, you know, part of your job is marketing. Mm-hmm. You know, you're going to market the, C, uh, excuse me, the EDC. Uh, market what you're doing, what your vision, what your mission is, and all that. So, as a CEO, how, how do you how do you uh, address that challenge? You know, in other words, residents 
not that it's, they're doing it maliciously, but they're probably not giving you a fair shake. So how do you turn around that perception that, hey, we really are doing something and, and here's how we're doing it? Well, it's my firm belief that the vast majority of the residents of any given city have um, very limited interest or knowledge of the inner workings of, of their city government. And um, one of, of the more misunderstood departments would be economic development. I would agree. <laughs> um, so I, I certainly don't blame them. Before I got into city government, I just was wanting to make sure my trash got picked up and, I, and my potholes on my street were fixed and that kind of thing. Um, and if there is a obvious omission of services, you're going to look to your city and think, why, what are you guys doing? Um, they don't want me to, to give them a formal education of how this process works. It's, it is, uh, you have to pretty much be in the business to understand it. So I think, but the, the best way of combating that is to obviously always be working to bring the, the businesses to Saxe. And then as soon as you, have one in you to to promote that and get the word out and and let the residents know what you're doing and then as you mentioned also advertising and, and marketing and public relations just trying to to constantly inform the residents of, of what's going on we're, we're bound as an industry um, in confidentiality because so much of our work is it, we're in a very competitive space and so we aren't able to go out and broadcast early on who we're chasing and who we might have um, on the hook, uh, because our, our very savvy, um, competitors could come in and, and, and take them away from us. So we have to keep everything on the down low until basically they are breaking ground. So the trying to what I can reveal, I try to get out and reveal and keep the public educated on what we're doing to the best of my ability. And then, as I said in the beginning, just continue to work as hard as I can to bring these brands in and, and uh, and, and get them, finalized and up and running in Saxe. The, the amount of things you can't say is definitely a challenge because you're really doing something behind the scenes, but you just can't say, like I said, whether it's you know, from a competitive standpoint, confidentiality and all that. But it's nice to know that there, that's one reason I wanted to have you on is because I just wanted to get that out there to say, hey, you know, there are things going on. And just because you don't see something on the ground doesn't mean that nothing's going on. Now, I've known you a long time, and you've, gosh, you've been with Saxy now, how many years? Uh, four, almost five. Almost five, okay. How has this job changed you? Oh, gosh, um, in so many ways. It, it has been, I, I always refer to my job as my bliss, because I, I truly have arrived at a place in my life where I absolutely love my work. I look forward to it. I don't ever want it to stop. been thinking lately about my, trying to need to get my retirement plan in place. And I thought, I don't, I don't want to quit working. I mean, this is, I'm, I'm in a very enviable position. And I think most of my colleagues in this business would agree. It's just, it is a dream job. Uh, as I went from a uh, manager position in Rockwall up into the CEO position, and it has been a, uh, an exceptional um, educational uh, journey. The the responsibility uh, is um, overwhelming at times because I know how important what we're doing is to the city of Saxe. I, I live there and I know what I want to be there and I know that I'm responsible for bringing that. So it's, uh, it, it, it is an awesome uh, challenge and um, uh, opportunity. So I have, uh, I, I embrace it. I absolutely love it. It has made me a, um, uh, 
I think a more uh, precise person, a more deliberate person, and um, has given me insight that I never would have ever dreamed of uh, that you can only get from being in, in a role that has this kind of, of responsibility and accountability. Well, obviously from your comments there, it's, this has definitely changed your life. It sounds like, and that's a good thing. Uh, you know, our lives can be changed in several different ways, of course. And unfortunately, sometimes we deal with tragedy and sometimes we deal with the, uh, you know, triumphs and things like that. But I guess yeah, our time always goes so fast, <laughs> but to end, to end, I would say, as a small business, you know, in your experience, you know, and you definitely talked about the, the, the procedures to explore things, but just in your own words, as CEO, knowing what you know, what's your best piece of advice to give a small business that's looking for an opportunity somewhere from an economic development standpoint? Well, uh, first, I'd absolutely say to consider Saxy. Uh, sure, yeah. <laughs> that that there's there's space available, and that we are we are a growing city with an, an incredible uh, community feel. We have the kind of opportunities there that that I believe um, would be attractive to most small businesses that would would fit within our community. And I think the the first step would be to talk to the economic development office in your city and find out what kind of resources they can offer. There's, I, you know, I mentioned several of them earlier in your program, but there's also, we have connections and can facilitate relationships through small business development, um, through the SBA, through SCORE. Uh, and then again, I can't say enough about the networking opportunities and just introductions to, the, to key players and people that can help them um, get to the place that they want to be in their their site selection for a new business. Well, and, I, and again, as a small business owner myself, I appreciate those comments because I didn't know that stuff until I was I had the opportunity to, to have uh, be on the board and, and, and be on the council. But I just know there's a lot of small business owners that don't even know that, and they probably do get discouraged because you know they out of ignorance they just don't know it, and they may just you know give up and go do something else or just or try to trudge along as a they think they can. And so I appreciate you saying that. Again, that's why I wanted you to come on because these, this is valuable information that small businesses need to know that's, that those opportunities are out there. Absolutely. Leslie, we appreciate you being here and being on the show. Thank you for all your valuable information. My how pleasure. can people get a hold of you and, and how can you sell Saxy to them? Oh, okay. Well, great. Um, they can reach me at the city of Saxy. Um, my email address is lblake at cityofsaxy.com. And my uh, phone number is 469-429-4764. They can also access our website, saxiedc.com, that has a listing of all of the different kinds of services and programs that we offer. Uh, and I will be sitting by the phone the minute I get home <laughs> waiting for the phone to ring, and, and, yeah. and I, will, I will personally uh, take them on a tour. Although you're not just sitting up by your phone waiting for the phone to ring. You're doing other stuff. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> Again, Leslie, thanks for being here this morning. We appreciate it. Thanks, Jeff. If you or your business is interested in being a guest or advertising on the Seed of the Serve show, please call 972-771-4992, or you can email me at jeff at bickerstaffinsurance.com. That's jeff at bickerstaffins.com. That's it for this episode of Seed of the Serve. We're connecting the dots between business, community, and family. Have a great day, everyone.
You've been listening to Seated to Serve with Jeff Bickerstaff. To be a guest on Seated to Serve or to advertise your business, contact 972-771-4992. Seated to Serve is produced by Offbeat Business Media for the OBBM Network and Affiliates and is available at offbeatbusinessmedia.com. Listen to Seated to Serve each Tuesday at 7 a.m. and 7 p.m. on OBBM Radio and the OBBM Network Podcast. Also available on Google Play, iTunes, and your Offbeat Business app. Contact 972-771-4992 for guest and sponsor information today. Wouldn't it be great to skip mistakes that cost you time, frustration, and not throw money away? My name is Donna Merrill, founder of Business Untangled and the creator of the Making Life Less Taxing program. I find over 75% of business owners are making basic mistakes that cost them thousands and even tens of thousands of dollars every year and they don't even realize it. With the Making Life Less Taxing program, you can avoid many of those initial mistakes business owners typically make. I'm excited to share the Making Life Less Taxing program so you can learn everything you absolutely need to know to make your business run smoother and life less taxing, giving you less stress and leaving more money in your pocket. Go now to businessuntangled.com or call us at 469-458-0447 to grab your spot in the Making Life Less Taxing program. There are only 50 of these coveted spots available and they are going quickly. So go now to businessuntangled.com and you can start enjoying the benefits of a profitable business today. You do your best to communicate how your company solves a specific problem, right? But it's easy to overlook the way your company sounds and the impression that leaves. I'm Melanie Murphy, a professional voice actor, and I'm ready to help your message stand out through a radio ad, a video on your website, or phone messaging for your company. Contact me today at MelanieMurphyVO.com to discuss your voiceover needs. That's MelanieMurphyVO.com. Mention this ad for an offbeat business show discount.